Welcome to the Pooch Parenting Podcast, a podcast for parents with dogs. I'm Michelle Stern, a certified professional dog trainer, mom, and former teacher. Living with kids and dogs at the same time can feel like a circus. I know because I lived it too. Join us as we interview a variety of experts and parents to discuss topics that will make parenting with dogs easier, safer, and less chaotic. Also, you can love living with your dog again. I'll always keep it real, which might even mean that you hear the messiness of life in the background on occasion, but at least you know you're not alone. Today's episode might come off as a little bit of a rant, but in reality, I hope that it comes across as more of a cautionary tale instead. So we're going to talk about the risks of free advice. Now, this free advice could be from your neighbor, it could be from a group on Facebook, uh, it could be from just about anybody, somebody in line at the grocery store. And especially when it relates to your new dog, or if you've got dogs and children, you need to really think about where your advice is coming from. Now, I can't blame anyone for wanting to feel seen, wanting to feel heard, wanting to feel like you're not alone in a situation that is difficult. And sometimes that can start off as saying, oh my gosh, nobody understands what I'm going through. And then people often speak up and say, oh, I've been through that too. And then they tell a story about how they may have solved it. And they may have solved it in a strategy that isn't really very conventional or maybe downright dangerous. So there are certainly some risks involved. One of the biggest problems that I see in my line of work as a dog and child specialist and dog behavior coach is that people are often looking for advice to validate how they're already feeling rather than looking for advice that's right or that's based in science or based on research or the best possible data or current information. They might prefer a wives' tale because that's familiar or comfortable or how they grew up handling things with their dogs. When you have kids involved, this can add fuel to the fire and it could possibly make things more dangerous for your dog. It could make things more dangerous for your child. And at the very least, it may or may not be effective leaving you feeling kind of even more like a failure. So I want to share a couple of experiences that I have had, and I would love to use this as, as I said before, a cautionary tale against just asking for free advice. So I spend an inordinate amount of time on Facebook. It's kind of a problem that I have, and I'm trying to get better. But I saw something even this morning as I was sitting down to start this podcast, and it validated exactly where I'm coming from. It was in a group for new dog and puppy owners where a lot of people share really cute things and success stories, but they often ask a lot of questions. And this particular question started off like this. I'm not sure if this is the right group to post this in, but nobody ever answers my question in this other group. And I don't want to call my own vet to get advice. And then it went on. Uh, I get so frustrated at this because, first of all, when you have a medical-related question, your best course of action is to ask a medical professional, not some random people in a Facebook group. 
who may or may not have the answers that you're looking for. When health is concerned, or in my opinion, when behavior is concerned, you need to go to an expert. And I would really like for people to consider that if they are going to own a dog or have a family, that you have a toolbox full of people that are smart and educated that you can go to when you have questions. Maybe it's a book even, or a website or a podcast like this one that is created by someone who has endured lots and lots of training and professional development so that we can be smarter to offer you advice. Now, I do realize that this podcast episode about giving free advice is a little bit meta and a little bit hypocritical because some people may take advice from this podcast, which is indeed free. But again, considering the source, a certified professional dog trainer, etc. Got it all on my website if you're curious what my credentials are. Um, it is it is free advice, yes, but it is cautionary advice and it is wise advice and educated advice. Okay, so let's get back to the point. People are often asking the blind leading the blind types of questions and it can be really dangerous. How can it be dangerous? Well, it could give you false confidence. It could give you an answer that is downright dangerous, right? And another issue that often comes up with advice groups is that it can really wear out the people who are giving actually good advice. This happened to me. I was, am still in the group, but not as active anymore because I'm much busier with my business. But I was the dog and specialist inside of a very large Facebook group that gives free advice. It's probably the biggest one for offering dog advice on Facebook. And I learned a lot by being a part of that group and by working closely with other trainers to learn from each other so that we could learn how to give compassionate advice, how to give advice that people could hear, you know, so that it was explained in a way that didn't alienate people and that made them feel seen and heard. This is all really important. And I learned a lot by being in that group, but I also got really tired because you answer a lot of the same questions over and over again. And had those people taken the time and energy that it took them to ask the question in the free group and signed up for a class or worked with a professional, there are lots of low-cost options, they might have gotten better advice or advice that came with some coaching to make sure that they could actually implement the advice that they were given. Now, I did start my own free group for a while on Facebook and ran it for I don't know, a year or two, and it grew to thousands and thousands of members. It was exclusively for parents with kids and dogs. I started it because that's my niche, and I thought that if I could show people that I knew what I was doing, that then maybe they would possibly pay for my advice and get a lot more support that could come with it that I give to my clients and to the members of the Pooch Parenting Society. I give accountability and support as any dog professional will. And it burned me out. I felt like I was doing damage control all of the time. I really hoped that members could support one another. And that is a really wonderful, wonderful 
reason that these kinds of communities can exist is that it gives people uh, the feeling, again, that they're not alone and that other people are going through some of the same challenges that they are. But while group dynamics can be really valuable and they can be very supportive, they sometimes support the wrong things. So in my group, I would often see photographs that people would share proudly of unsafe interactions between their dogs and children. And then other members in the group would like and make comments about those photographs, about how cute they were or how they wish their dogs and children would have similar types of interactions. And of course, the dog had body language in those images that showed how uncomfortable they were. And yet the people in the group didn't necessarily see or recognize those signs. And they just wanted to perpetuate the idea that dog and children interactions were cute no matter what. Now, of course, that's a death sentence for some dogs, because if they bite a child, they don't have a very long lifespan. So we sometimes have to really intervene and use a lot of caution with these kinds of shares in community groups. And what I realized is that I was losing patience and I was getting frustrated because I had to spend so much time on my free advice group just doing damage control that I was less emotionally available to my clients who were ready to put in the big commitment um, to make actual change and to have coaching to help them get to where they wanted to be. I want you and I want the people you know and the people you care about who add a dog to their family to consider seriously investing in professional help, support, coaching, and guidance. It does not have to break the bank. You could join a membership program or it's a low monthly fee for ongoing check-ins. Or maybe you book a package or a bundle of sessions with a professional like myself where we can provide ongoing check-ins, accountability, and practice sessions to make sure that you can get the work done because we know how busy life can be. If I could fantasize for a moment, I would love to dream of a world where families who are getting a dog do the same kind of research and preparation that they do when they're having or adopting a baby into their family. You buy books, you get doctors, you find people who you can trust, who are credentialed and have a lot of experience so that you can find your way in this new world where you have a completely different family dynamic than you had before. I feel that all too often people get a dog and just figure that they will muddle their way through and it worked fine when you were a kid and it should work fine now and you just hope for the best. But I'm here to tell you that hoping for the best is not a parenting strategy for kids or for dogs and that you need to do your due diligence in order to be as successful as possible. Everyone can benefit from a coach and an ally and someone who can help you through the hard times, but that person or people should be credentialed, experienced, and have a lot of compassion as well because it's hard what you're doing, but I believe you can make the progress with the right team. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Pooch Parenting Podcast on the podcast app of your choice. 
For ongoing support, get on the waitlist for the Pooch Parenting Society, where I share training tips, activities, and coaching so families with dogs can live in harmony. By signing up at safekidsanddogs.com, you'll be the first to know when I open registration again for new members.